goslings and welcome welcome it's november and this is your november episode of the smug buds i'm your host liz and i'm here with my beloved uh, co-host will hi will how are you hi liz i'm good how are you and happy black friday as we're recording this happy black friday uh did you do any deals uh, I did a deal yesterday uh, oh. buying a, a piece of furniture from Overstock.com. Oh, that's smart. And before the weekend is over, I will take advantage of a truly stupid number of <laughs> video game sales. <laughs> a plus work. I have not purchased anything and I probably won't because I'll probably forget. Though I probably should because I need to buy things for my child. I think that's another version of an A+. There's there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, that's true. Do you have anything you want to talk about? I, I do. I, I have one thing I want to put in the uh, in the old business umbrella. So I have something under old business too, so... Old business. Do you want to go first? Sure. And the old business is actually a um, listener submission. Hmm. So I got a uh, message on our Instagram from uh, listener Marissa, and Marissa messaged me and said, "Re mishearing lyrics. I had to document this gem and sent a pic- a two videos of uh, someone who is unidentified, not Marissa, who I'm not going to play the video, but I will tell you what happens. She says to him, uh, tell me what you think it is again. And he says, and let me look up the lyrics so that I get what he says wrong he says of the cross-eyed bear that you gave me you know like i don't know i guess it's a bear and it's like a toy bear and its eyes are are crossed and it's it's like a not good bear basically is what is the the vibe yeah and then she sends a second video and in that she's like what did, what happened with Jesus is basically what she says. And he's like, what do you mean? She's like, at the end of Jesus's life, what happens? And he goes, oh, the cross-eye bear. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which is from the song You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she said, uh, his brain constructed this demon cross-eyed stuffed bear gifted by, I guess, the guy she dated from Full House. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uncle. So that's... Uh, not Joe. Was it Uncle Joey? I'm sure it's not yes. Uncle Jesse because that's John Stamos. It's Uncle Joey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yes, that's my old business is uh, is a pr- amazing mis- mishearing. That's Just a good one. Just A-plus work. Yeah, uh, m- another A-plus. Wow. Uh, uh, full marks for everyone <laughs> on this episode. 4.0. My old business is looking forward as well as backward uh, because next month uh, we are going to talk about all things MCU uh, in the past year. And uh, it's looking backward because, of course, that's a a sequel. And we've talked Mm -hmm. MCU many times already before. And I want to use this opportunity to put a prediction on the record. Have you seen any trailers for the new Spider-Man movie, which, by the way, is coming out next month, which is the reason why we have to wait until December to to address that topic? Yes, I have seen, I think, all of the trailers. Yeah. Have you seen the film Spider-Man 2 starring Tobey Maguire directed yes. by Sam Raimi? Okay. 
Yes. So the prediction that I want to get on the record. Uh, oh, I for, I forgot to look up the the band name uh, before I did this. I only can think of the name of the song. Uh, okay, I got it. Uh, my prediction is that uh, in the uh, new movie Spider Man uh, No Way Home, mm-hmm. um, before the uh, movie is over, and I mean over, over, end of credits, end of whatever comes after. Uh, we will hear the song uh, Vindicated by Dashboard Confessional. Oh, my God. If we do, I will just lose my mind. I, just, I will lose my fucking mind. I think that they know <laughs> what they're doing, and I think that they ought to know that they cannot complete this project without uh, playing that song. Either... Yeah. either over credits <laughs> or the other possibility I am considering is that there will be just a snippet of it diegetically in the film. Like, mm-hmm. it'll like be coming out of a radio. on a radio or something. Yeah. Oh my God, Will. I'm so glad you brought this up. And because now if it does happen, I will be twice as happy. I, I wanted it on the record. And uh, I, I do feel... That I can't go wrong with this prediction because even if I do turn out to be wrong, uh, I think anyone would admit, have you, as you've demonstrated with your reaction, that I sh- I should be right. They that, <laughs> they they should be doing that. So uh, I'm I'm it's it's the opposite of a catch twenty two. It's it's yes. a it's a catch eleven. Um, I'm blessed if I blessed if they do, blessed if they don't. Mm-hmm. So that's mine. Do you have anything else? Mm-mm. I guess one thing I did want to mention, because I feel like we've talked about this when we were talking about um, Oscar stuff. So I guess this does still fall under the umbrella of old business. Sure. Which I had a thought to look up, which I had done occasionally, but I guess not that recently. Um, the movie Annette, mm. which is the musical that had Adam Driver and Marion Cotier in it. This and also apparently... this also has uh, an Edgar Wright connection, which is one of my previous topics. Okay, because uh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Edgar Wright's uh, Edgar Wright had had two movies come out this year. Most recently, Last Night in Soho, but before that, a documentary called The Sparks Brothers, right, which is a, a music doc, doc about the band Sparks. Sparks, not only Sparks did more than write the music for the movie Annette. They they are basically like the creative right. driving force. Yes, behind you have told me the, this. The movie Annette. It's it's a collaboration between them and I don't remember the director's name. Let me look it up. Have you watched it, Annette? Yes, I have. Okay, I didn't know it was out until Friday, and then you can just watch it on Amazon Prime for yeah. free if you have Amazon Prime. That's so it. I started watching it, and I was like, this is so fucking weird. <laughs> the director uh, is, uh, I'm going to guess that this is pronounced Leo Carax. Okay. First name L-E-O-S, mm. last name K-A-R-A-X. That sounds like somebody that should be in Dune. Mm-hmm. More even more so than the names of some people in Dune, yeah. like Duncan Idaho, like, or like Paul. <laughs> His name's fucking Paul. Yeah, but the, you know Luke's name is Luke, so 
What can you do? Which, Elliot, we told Elliot that the guy who made the Star Wars, like Star Wars, we just sort of said generally, his name was George Lucas. Mm -hmm. And he was like, what? (laughs) He was like, George Lucas and Luke Skywalker? And we were like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like it's like, I don't even think about that anymore at this point. Yeah. Elliot was like, like losing his mind. Oh, one more thing before we get on. Yeah. Elliot watched Empire. Strikes Back. Yes. Not and the show about the show yes. that was on <laughs> Fox. And as he said, well, or as he calls it, Star Wars 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... I wanted to share the most surprising thing about watching that movie with him because it was not actually the reveal that Darth Vader was Luke's dad. Mm -hmm. Can you guess what was most surprising to him? Um, My first guess, uh, Luke gets his hand cut off. That's pretty surprising. So he definitely did not like that. Let me (laughs) let, let you know he was upset. Yeah. It's when Luke has his vision on Dagobah mm-hmm. and he sees Darth Vader mm-hmm. and cuts off Darth Vader's head. This has fucked with Elliot, mm. but not just that it fucked with Elliot. When Luke cuts off Darth Vader's head with his lightsaber, mm-hmm. Elliot, Blake was sitting behind us. Elliot whipped around and said to Blake, did you see that? Because in that moment, and I don't know, I was not expecting this. In that moment, Elliot truly believed that Luke had defeated Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> he, he was like, we did it. Because for Elliot, he has no concept of like the fact that this character is not just going to show up and be defeated with one fell swoop. Right. You know? And so he was just like so triumphant that like, we did it. Darth Vader has been destroyed. And then when it was Luke inside, he was like, Oh, no. Like, he had the same existential crisis that you can assume Luke is having. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then the next morning, I said, Elliot, did you dream about anything last night? He said, I dreamt about Star Wars. I dreamt that Luke cut off Darth Vader's head, but he knew inside was actually Darth Vader and that it was actually his dad. (laughs) (laughs) Which Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, dude. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, that's my update on Star Wars. <laughs> that's a, uh, yeah, I mean, that really sets you up for Return of the Jedi kind of, <laughs> yeah. kind of perfectly. Elliot was brutal. He was like, I don't care that this guy's his dad. We still got to cut off his head. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, maybe he'll be disappointed like so many were <laughs> by that third film. So do you know what, you don't know what we're talking about today. No, this is normally when I would say what your topic is, but I believe you haven't told me what it is. I have not. Mm. Well, Will, Christmas came early this year, baby. Uh-oh. I made you a trivia quiz. No. A pub quiz. Oh, my God. It's, I did. I don't think it's as good as yours. It's pub quiz three. <laughs> the, Will's edition. Yeah, flip it and reverse it edition. I um, had a little bit of help. Mm-hmm. Kenny did a whole section for us. Cool. Um, I also um, have one section that I couldn't flesh out the whole way mm-hmm. because I couldn't. I had some really good um, questions. Mm-hmm. Like I had some good like moments and then I got stuck and I just decided, you know, yeah. this isn't as good as Will's. Yeah. Will's better at this than I am. You don't know uh, what fortuitous timing this is because 
I haven't told you that it was just uh, two nights ago that we made our return to an actual bar trivia. How did that for go? For the first time uh, since COVID started. Uh, it, it, it went... It, it went pretty well. Um, uh, basically, hmm, how do I put this? <laughs> the version of the night where all the things that went wrong or were annoying were absent might have been less fun okay, than, yeah. than the way it actually went. So, so yeah. how it goes is uh, we were outside on a patio um, and, uh, you know, comfortably distanced from other people, despite it Mm -hmm. being a pretty small place. Uh, The quiz master is inside in one corner of the bar, you know, speaking into a microphone and there are speakers outside and that's how we're hearing it. Normally, uh, what we're used to is uh, they they give you like a pre-printed little booklet and you write yeah. down your answers and you hand them in. Well, they, they've, in the age of COVID, they've gone digital. Oh, so you did it on your phone? Yeah. So you, you scan a QR code, you put in a, a code for the location you're in, you put in your team name, and... As the quiz master reads the questions, they appear on your phone. One person on your nice. team is the scribe. The other yeah. people on your team can use their own phones to read, read along, but only one yeah. person is going to submit any answers. Um, and uh, so here's so so basically two major things weren't ideal. And the first is that the p- patio of the bar we were on is um, at a four-way intersection, <laughs> which was uh, pretty busy. And not only was it busy with normal traffic, but uh-huh. it was also busy with... Was there a parade? No, there were <laughs> two to three guys on what I would call dirt bikes. I think I think it's prop, you know, correct classification to call what they were riding dirt bikes. Okay. Who seemed to just be doing laps. <laughs> Why? So that they kept passing through every like five five to ten minutes or something. Will, that's <clears throat> wild. <laughs> the other thing that went wrong uh-huh. is that you may recall, this. Uh, uh, I haven't said this part, um, but you may remember it. Um, it's a, uh, uh, under the, the national, perhaps international, I don't know, uh, conglomerate umbrella, the the geeks who drink uh, yes. uh, bar trivia. Um, normally, I'm used to uh, there are eight rounds, and uh, normal round is worth eight points, but two of the rounds are worth sixteen, mm-hmm. and you have at your disposal one what they call a joker. Use the joker on one particular round to double the points you receive in that round. Mm -hmm. Well, obviously, you're going to use it on one of the 16-point rounds. Yeah. So we used it on the first 16-point round. Mm -hmm. And then when round six or seven came around, the quiz master was surprised to learn and announced to us for the first time that that was a 24-point round. 
<laughs> which other teams got to use, to use their, their joker, joker on. So if we had saved our joker and used it in that 24-point round, I'm confident that we would have come in first mm-hmm. when instead we came in third at the end of the night. But we had fun. And third is still good, though. Third is, third is good, and it's basically what we're used to. Yeah. We're used to coming in third or sometimes second and occasionally first. Yeah. Uh, so it was kind of a good way to, to ease back into it. And uh, I, I look forward to the next time we do it, which hasn't been decided yet, but I bet will be sometime soon. Nice. Yeah. So should I, uh, should I uh, have... A- yeah. And I, I'm sorry that I didn't get tell you to get a piece of paper. No, or that's okay. Time, I, but- I'm, at my, I'm at my desk. I've got uh, writing material. Okay. So this is how... So I, I did as much as I could. It was a lot of work. And some of it was actually way... Some of this... Like, there's one question in particular that we'll get to and... I will tell you later that why, but it took me like, I spent probably an hour on just this one question because I was like, it was driving me so nuts. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, I have six rounds for you. Mm -hmm. They each have 10 questions except for the round that has six questions. (laughs) Okay. Uh, There are also some bonus questions. Cool. That I will um, alert you to. And I'm just going to make everything one point and we'll see how you do. Sounds good. Um, so are you ready? I am. Okay. So f- we are going to start with, oh, and there is a music round. Yay. That um, is always has... my weakest point when we're at actual trivia. Yeah. And I'm curious to see how much of this you actually get. There is a theme and, um, well, yeah, we'll see how you do. Okay. <laughs> it might be really bad. That's fine. But I feel very, I feel like in general, it's a very strong quiz, but we'll see um, if it's strong for you. I'm excited. So we're going to start, I'm going to start you with a little bit of what I think is a fun thing. Have you ever listened to uh, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me? Yes, I have. So we're going to do a version of the little rhymey rhymes they Mm, do. mm -hmm. So I'm going to read you a quatrain Mm -hmm. and the last few words or word um there's a couple of them mm-hmm. um you have to fill in with the rhyme yes when we did this with you did we go over the answers at the end or did we do it after each round I think, after each round i think after each round yeah okay good okay so are you ready yes okay i'm calling this news time so these are all little rhymes about current events okay kind of that putting your own spin on uh, something that I've done yeah. with my last two quizzes, which was the current events part of it. A little machine to test our blood failed, but the company claims they were just dealing with unknowns. While the prosecution claims it was fraud, we'll find out with the trial of... Hmm. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. Ooh. <laughs> okay, Will is penciling in. I'm ready. Thanks to capitalism, we expect things now, and we when we don't get them, it's a real pain. Well, you better get used to it this season while we're still having mm. issues with the... Yep, I, I can get that. This is my favorite one in this whole section. Okay. <laughs> After years of fights with her label, she's putting out copies that are full immersion. Now she's mm. got the longest number one hit ever. With her song. Oh. And this is the title of the song. I'll give you that as a hint. 
Okay, I'm just going to write down what I what I think I know, but I, I may have a an incomplete answer. Now, I I'm, here's a, our first bonus question. Okay. So I just told you that this song that we will remain unnamed for now is the new longest number one hit. Yeah. You have a bonus chance to guess what the old longest number one hit was. Mm. And it was, I believe... The previous uh, one. Yeah, the previous one. And it was... Um, it's it well shorter than this. Mm-hmm. I think it's about eight minutes long, and it was 1971. Oh, okay. Oh, I misunderstood the question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no. So, so I'm glad we did this bonus. The, so the record, I, I, my, my answer is not going to change for the previous okay. question, but it will, it will change for the bonus. You're telling me that the record is the length of the track. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I, that was my fault. I assumed that the record was. The time it spent at number one. Yes, I realize now that I wrote that poorly. That that's that is a okay. Okay, so, okay. so can you say the year again? Nineteen seventy one, I believe. Okay, I, I have a guess for this that I'm hoping is a solid guess and not uh, embarrassing. Okay. Um, also, hilariously, this song will come up later in a different part of this quiz. Okay, that gives me a little more confidence in my guess. I feel like I might know what's coming. Okay. For a show so diverse, it's hard to believe that we've yet to find ourselves at this occasion. But for the first time ever, if you get to Sesame Street, you can meet a new puppet who is... Mm, mm, Okay. (laughs) I'm writing a guess. I'm not familiar with that story. Magdalena Andersson became the first PM of Sweden. Prime Minister, but that was too long to say. Uh (laughs) But I guess she felt it wasn't time because after... Oh, sorry. The first woman PM of Sweden. Yep. But I guess she felt it wasn't time because after only seven hours in the position, she announced that she was going to... Okay. I I feel like I could could guess that even if I hadn't heard the story, which I have. <laughs> yeah, well, some of these I, I made, um, some of these I knew were going to be very difficult. It's fun. So I made some. It's, it, it, uh, in a real Geeks Who Drink uh, uh, quiz, uh, for example, in the one we just did, the uh, uh, first round was it, was, it was the night before Thanksgiving, in case that wasn't clear. Mm-hmm. And, and then the first round, the theme was you t- take the word thanks, the answers, all of the answers just have letters from the word thanks. Oh, so yeah. So you just and had you to don't have even anagrams. have to duplicate any of the letters. So all the yeah. answers were like Ant, Hanks, uh, Shank, Onk. Like, <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, that that's yeah. that's just to say that if if there's gimmies, that that's uh, all the better. This one, I think I'm the, I'm proud of the actual writing of this one, but it is also easy. Going once, going twice, and finally, the requirements have gotten looser. You may have already gotten mm. your vaccine, but now everyone is eligible for their... Mm-hmm. This one, I don't know. You either have seen this or you haven't. Okay. Despite the commenter's confidence that this was Weird Al's newest mock... 
Weird Al took to Twitter to tell us, quote, that's actually... I haven't seen this. Uh, but uh, it has to rhyme with mock. Yeah. I'm, all right, I'm writing down a guess. I have written down a guess. It ended up more sweet than sour. So I'm grateful her breakup called a crisis because now she's got those Grammy noms largely for her song. And this is the title of the song. Okay, that's... I'm. Can you repeat this one? Because I, yes. I may not know the song title. It ended up more sweet than sour, so I'm grateful her breakup caused a crisis because now she's got those Grammy noms largely for her song... um all right it's not a very good podcast if i just think about this for a while (laughs) i mean you can cut out whatever you want baby you're the editor yeah um well i wrote i wrote down a guess uh, okay for the first are you ready uh, is there a number nine or are we oh yeah we have two more okay sorry go ahead for the first time in 20 years Claire has made history by doing this two years in a row. If you sir- see her, make sure to give her some pets for winning this year's. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we we talked about this yesterday at, at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. We're we're playing a friendly game, so. So you're you're gonna give it to me, <laughs> if, if, whether or not we I, I write exactly what you meant. Yes. So this one I put on just for you. Okay. This song has found new success on TikTok, pushing its streams on Spotify to over thirty million. It's always been a fan favorite, but now everyone knows the Mountain Goat song. Okay, so. The rhyme is with million. Did I hear that couple correctly? It's a slant rhyme. I will give you this. Mm. So it's not like billion. Or ca- or kajillion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or trillion. Oh. Or Nathan Fillion. <laughs> All right. It, I'm I'm writing down a guess, but I I hope we I hope we agree that that this is a slant rhyme and I I'm not embarrassing myself by by stretching too far. Um Okay. So are you ready for to find out the answers? I think I am, yeah. You don't want any repeated? Um I mean the two that I'm least confident in are 7 and 8. Okay. But I I think I just don't have that knowledge. I, I don't I That's don't fine. think that a repeat is going to get me any closer. <laughs> okay, good. I, I'm going to reread them and then I want you to fill in the blank this time out loud. Sounds good. A little machine to test our blood failed, but the company claims they were just dealing with unknowns, while the pro- prosecution claims it was fraud. We'll find out with the trial of... Elizabeth Holmes? Yes. Uh, ongoing for weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been following this a little bit um, through this um, great TikTok 
uh, person, um, they're it's they're non-binary and their um, handle is under the desk news. And this person gets underneath a desk and like talks into a microphone. You, you gotta have a hook. But they do a thing um, called um, shit talking and speculating above the desk, where they actually <laughs> just stand up and talk. <laughs> Uh, it's such a funny choice. <laughs> and um, they've been covering the Elizabeth Holmes trial. And the basic takeaway here is that Elizabeth Holmes is saying, well, we didn't, I didn't know it didn't work. Right. <laughs> I wasn't actively defrauding investors. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Thanks to capitalism, we expect things now. And when we don't get them, it's a real pain. Well, you better get used to it this season while we're still having issues with the... Supply chain. Yes. After years of fights with the label, she's putting out copies that are full immersion. Now she's got the longest number one hit ever in terms of the length of the song yeah. with her song. Okay, so I, I feel like I might have just part of the answer. I'm sure you do. I wrote down Taylor's version. Yes. Do you know of what song? No. I I, I mean, I, I, I could, I could probably, I'll probably run out of, what am I trying to say? If I try to name Taylor, the names of Taylor Swift songs I know, I probably won't fill one hand. Yeah. And this is a but, song that wasn't a single before, but this past few weeks she re-released re Red. And this was uh, a song that had been a fan favorite that had never had a single. She released a short a short film, quote unquote, um, that has Sadie Sink in it and some guy I don't know. Um, is this Sadie the, Sink from Stranger Things. Is this the song that is about Jake Gyllenhaal? Yes. Okay. It's called All it? Too Well. I'm okay, just going to yeah. tell you. I did you not know, know that. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, All Too Well, Taylor's version. Mm -hmm. I'll give you half a point. Great. You are keeping track of your own points. I, d I have done that <laughs> thus far. Good. For a show so, so diverse, it's hard to believe oh, well, that you- uh, Are we skipping the bonus? Oh yeah, sorry. What's the bonus? What Do you know what song? Is it American Pie? Yes, it is. Yeah. Good job. Mm-hmm. Um, which, yeah, is like eight minutes and 30-something seconds. Uh, for a show so diverse, it's hard to believe that we've yet to find ourselves at this occasion. But for the first time ever, if you get to Sesame Street, you can meet a puppet who is... Okay, I, I've kept it simple. I've just put Asian. Is that yes, right? Yes, correct. Okay. They I was thinking Asian like, well, puppet. it could be South Asian or something, but yeah, okay. Which I was like, when I saw that, I was like, why haven't they... Like, that show has been like uniquely diverse over time sure and the fact that they've somehow not had this is strange to me mm -hmm. uh magdalena anderson became the first woman prime minister of sweden but i guess she felt it wasn't time because after only seven hours in the position she announced that she was going to resign yeah so weird right <laughs> yeah that's that's everything i know about that story <laughs> Something about, like, she couldn't get them to, like, agree on the budget. So she was like, okay, see ya. Yeah, I just won't. <laughs> it's weird. Maybe it was a bluff that they didn't call. <laughs> yeah. Going once, Or they, going... they did call? Is that what you do when a... Yeah. I guess they did call the bluff if it yes. was a bluff and she had to go through with it. Yes. Going once, going twice, and finally, the requirements have gotten looser. You may have already gotten your vaccine, but now everyone is eligible for their... Booster. Which I'm getting Monday morning. Oh, congratulations. I got mine early because... Earlier than people who, uh, you know, were 
just the general population, because I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Despite the commenter's confidence that this was Weird Al's newest mock, Weird Al took to Twitter to tell us that's actually... I don't know. I wrote down Ed the Sock. Kid Rock. Oh, sure. So, so Kid Rock has this new song out. Um, and it's so bad. It's called Don't Tell Me How to Live. And as Sarah said, I hope she does not mind me quoting her here. Um, this broke her. <laughs> um, because it's just, I mean, you need, it's, you need to watch the music video because it's like truly what is happening. But it was so bad that people just started commenting, wow, Weird Al's song is so good. But he has a line specifically um, about the uh, uh, Second Amendment. And he says, every opinion has a millennial offendment, but this amendment, but this amendment one, it rings true and if you don't dissent, bitch, then you'll see number two and he's got a gun. And Sarah was like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he's literally saying that if you uh, agree with him, that he's going to shoot you. <laughs> he's saying if you agree with him about the First Amendment letting him say everything, then he's going to shoot you. He like did not use the words properly. <laughs> Yeah, if that's yeah, if that's what you're supposed to be dissenting with. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yes, that I it's it's not as joyful as the song Magical Miracles by and Sound Clean Posse, which is just I <laughs> truly a masterpiece of hilar hilariousness. You're 100% right. It sounded like a moment ago you might have said in Sound Clean Posse <laughs> or something like that, but yeah, I I, I know what you meant. It ended up more sweet than sour, so I'm grateful her breakup called a crisis because now she's got those Grammy noms largely for her song. Isis? <laughs> <laughs> Driver's License, Olivia uh, Rodrigo. Oh, okay. I, I uh, uh, assumed that I've seen a lot of people tweeting about Adele recently. Mm, I assumed yes. that this was about uh, Adele. That's smart, um, yeah, because she did just get divorced. But I also uh, could not name that Olivia Rodrigo song, so I was... Um, that was my... I, the hint I gave you there was her album is called Sour. Okay. Yeah, I did That's not why I kept saying it ended up more sweet than sour. I, I figured that <laughs> had to have something to do with it, but I, I did not know that either. Okay, ready? This is why I'm going to do poorly in the music round. Go ahead. For the first time in 20 years, Claire has made history by doing this two years in a row. If you see her, make sure to give her some pets for winning this year's best in show. I were national dog show, but I okay. accept. Gotcha. Okay. I, I, the thing I corrected it from was I, I wrote down Purina dog show. Yes. Either, I, I yeah. accept all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because she yeah. won the dog show, which the is best show. in show. And yeah. yeah. The big the big dog show. Yes. Um, so yeah, accept. You're, you're correct. I love you and this is all in fun. So you get the point. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. The song has found new success on TikTok, pushing its streams on Spotify to over 30 million. It's always been a fan favorite, but now everyone knows the Mountain Goat song. No children? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I, I wrote that down thinking uh, this is probably the answer, but maybe Liz just won't agree that that's not close enough to be even a slant rhyme. <laughs> no, no. I, I struggled with finding a slant rhyme for that one. I, I So I think I've just decided. It was good, by the way. Oh, thank you. Hmm. Um, I think I've just decided that my short quiz we're going to do very last. Okay. So, yeah, let's do that. So now let's do, um, well, we have a Star Wars segment and a Marvel segment. Which would you like to do first? Uh, well, we, we've already talked some some Star Wars, so I, I think let's do Star Wars okay. and then Marvel So I, I did the Star, Star Wars one. And Kenny and did Kenny the Marvel did the one. Marvel one. Like Kenny it. was also incredibly meticulous. He has so many notes. Great. <laughs> okay, so this is called Who Said It? Star Wars. Oh. And these are mostly quotes. Um, and I'll tell you the genesis of this um, when we get to it. But it was because I noticed there was a quote in The Empire Strikes Back when we watched it last weekend that um, – was a little bit surprising to me. Okay. And so I was like, oh, this would be a good quiz. And this is also the quiz that had the person, had the one quote in it that I was dying to figure out. It took me an hour to get this answer, and I'm still not totally sure it's correct. So we'll we'll be flexible on that one too. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like you're done giving context. Yes. So I'm going to ask a question, and then and you can – Totally just refuse to answer this because okay. maybe this would be giving too much away. Okay. But I, I, I'm I, curious. I, I could just be stating my curiosity. Okay. And you wouldn't have to address it. I'm curious how many of, how many films you might be drawing from. Oh. Because there's not only three trilogies, but there's also two Yes. Spin-off so I, movies. I'm presuming it's not from television. Yes. I will answer I will answer this question a couple ways. In each question I make it clear. Okay. Um some of them I actually say like in this movie. Okay. Um otherwise I am speaking there's a couple of quotes that aren't actually from the movies. Okay. But you'll see they're okay. you'll see what It'll, I mean. Okay. I'll, I'll Otherwise I am talking, and I do make this clear, I am talking about the core nine. Got it. Um, so things I know you've seen, I guess is my point. Sounds good. So here's the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh this is the one that um spurred the quiz. Yeah. Who says it's a trap in the Empire Strikes Back? Uh, th- okay, this feels like a trick question. All right. I- I'm just, I'm going to write down, I'm writing down trap to remind myself. <laughs> okay. What you're asking about. I'm going to uh, mull that over. Who calls R2-D2 at various times an overweight glob of grease, a nearsighted scrap pile, a stupid little short circuit and a mindless philosopher. All right. I'm writing down a guess I'm not confident in. Okay. So now this is a quote. The answer here will be an actor. Okay. Who referred to Star Wars as, quote, fairy tale rubbish after being offered a role? A role that this person took and this person is in the movie. 
Okay. All right. Uh, writing down another guess that I'm not 100% confident in. Um, we all know that Leia called Han a scruffy-looking nerf herder. Mm-hmm. But what derisive name does she call him after that? Uh, after she says, so she says this phrase and then there's like a comma and she says the the derisive name. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you get your delusions, blank. Mm. And you're not going to tell me what movie that's from. Oh, sorry. I can tell you. That's in um, Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Same as the Nerf Herder line. It's literally in the same scene. Gotcha. Okay. If yeah. not the same scene, then within five minutes, maybe it cuts and cuts back, but. I see. Yeah, I don't I don't know it that well. Can I hear the setup again? I don't We all know Leia called Han a scruffy look looking nerf herder. Mm-hmm. But what derisive name does she call him after she says, I don't know where you get your delusions? Oh, okay. I, th- I okay, I've thought of a uh, I've thought of a guess. Okay, good. In the first film, Chewbacca is mostly referred to as Chewy. Mm-hmm. So in a new hope. Yeah. Chewbacca is only said once in the whole movie. Mm -hmm. Who says it? (laughs) Okay. That's a really great question. I feel as if I know the answer. Uh, Luckily, there's limited characters for you to pull from. That's that's true. Yes. (laughs) Um, We all know the phrase and its related iterations. I have a bad feeling about this. Mm Mm-hmm. Who says it, including the iterations, the most out of the main nine films? Okay, I, I'm i going to write down what I think is the obvious answer, hoping that this is not a very tricky question. I don't think it's super tricky. Um, who is the first person by movie release, not movie chronology... Mm-hmm. So, you know, A New Hope first. Mm-hmm. To say, may the force be with you. Who's the first person to say that? Uh, first ca- uh, character? Character's yes. name? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, that's a tough one. And if you don't know the character's... Here's a hint. If you don't know the character's name but can describe when it happens, I'll get you some points. I'll, I'll get you some points. Okay, this is tricky because, well, this is tricky for a number of reasons, but one reason is that I don't think that you would have two questions have the same correct answer. Mm-hmm. Well, wh- don't ever think that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm making, I'm making a, an assumption that I know is on shaky ground. Okay. My inclination is to not repeat the answers I'm coming up I'm with. I'm actually but... looking at them now and I don't repeat anything, but that was not intentional. Yeah. <laughs> and what and uh, point being one of the major contenders for what what I think might be the answer to this question. I've already written down for a previous mm-hmm, mm-hmm. question. So, all right, I'm just going to write down a different one so I we guess, can move on. I guess hypothetically two of the actors or two of 
there's one answer that is the same in the sense that it's the same yeah I, 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 yeah you yeah you, that's okay yeah you don't have to tell me that I, okay <laughs> i just i didn't want to say i didn't want you to be like what you said anyway right understood yeah okay so this is the one that took me actors I literally, and characters are different answers. i literally was googling i was looking up lists i was finally i went to reddit and i asked on reddit yeah who is the la- because I was trying to confirm without having to just rewatch a mm-hmm. bunch of movies. Yeah. Who is the last person to say not an iteration, but may the force be with you? Okay, who is the last person in the chronology of the movies? Which is to say we're going 4 5 6 1 2 3 7 8 9. Right. Okay. Sorry. Earlier you said chronology and I understood that to be an in-universe, but yeah, you're saying Sorry, in the real order real world, yeah. Yes, who's the last person to say, "May the force be with you"? Yeah. Um, all right, I'm writing down a guess. This is one of the only ones where I'm actually asking you to say the quote because this is a quote that I quote all the time. Mm-hmm. What does Padme say to Anakin in Episode One, shortly after he accuses her of being an angel? You say this all the time. Yeah. Hmm. I'll give you I'll give you a hint, which is that I say it to Kenny whenever he thinks he's being clever and it really fucking annoys him. Hmm. <laughs> Anakin calls Padme an angel. He and, says And Padme says to Anakin. Sorry, go so ahead. they're ju- they're just meeting each other on Tatooine. And he says Oh, sorry. You're an yeah. angel, aren't you? Right, and she's okay. like, What? And he's like, angels, I hear them talking about them. And then after that exchange, she says this line, which is, right. I think, famous. Okay, gotcha. Maybe it's not, yeah. but I say it all the fucking time. I, I'm, I've, I've, got, I'm, I've gotten my head so mixed up trying to parse these answers <laughs> that when you said Padme, I didn't picture Natalie Portman. I pictured um, Anakin's mom. <laughs> Yeah, whose, not her. Whose name I believe is Shmi. It is Shmi. Or or Smee. I can't. I can never I remember. I can never remember which one is Peter Pan and which one is <laughs> Star Wars. Um. Okay. Padme says to Anakin. All right. I'm just gonna. Is there one more? Yeah, one more. Go go for it. Who says or sings rather? And the Jedi I admire most met up with Darth Maul, and now he's toast. Well, I'm still here, and he's a ghost. I guess I'll train this boy. All right. Uh, writing down my best guess. Okay. Are you ready? No, because I'm. I'm just. I'm. <laughs> I'm still missing one and nine. So okay. number one was it's a trap. You said it's an yes. empire. Hmm. And I feel as though it's a trick question. Mm-hmm. Because okay, can I just talk, can I talk this out in in greater detail? Yeah. Admiral Akbar says it's a trap. Mm-hmm. But if you asked me to name the movie in which he says that, mm-hmm. I would guess that it's Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% confident in that. But that is the reason why I think this is a trick question. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I'm just going to write down a guess and hope I haven't overthought this too badly. And then, all right, I have to write down something for number nine. Padme says to Anakin. I'll give you one more hint, which is she says a sentence and then a question. Like a statement and then a question. Uh, yeah, that, hmm, I don't know it and I don't think I'm going to remember it. Uh, all right, I'm going to write something down. Okay. All right, let's uh, let's do it. Okay. So uh, who says it's a trap, an empire? Since I don't think it's Akbar, my guess is that it is Luke. Good guess. It's Leia to Luke. Okay. So when Luke shows up at Cloud City... They're dragging Leia away, and she's screaming, Luke, it's a trap. Ah, okay. Because really it's just, you know, Darth Vader's done shit with the Force to make him think that his friends are in trouble to draw him in. This does not bode well for (laughs) later in the uh, round. Who calls R2-D2 at various times an overweight glob of grease, a nearsighted scrap pile, a stupid little short circuit, and a mindless philosopher? I I really hope that it is uh, C-3PO. It is, yes. He's so mean to his best friend. Yes. Once you said mindless philosopher, I was like, okay, that sounds more like C-3PO and no one else (laughs) that I can think of. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I included every single one. Appreciate that. So who referred to which actor? Yeah. Referred to Star Wars as fairy tale rubbish after being offered a role. Alec Guinness? Yes, he yeah. did, okay. and he fucking hated that he was Obi-Wan. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh hilarious. Also hilarious cuz you and McGregor fucking loves being Obi-Wan. Sure, yeah. <laughs> well, uh uh you and McGregor was not uh in Lawrence of Arabia <laughs> prior to that. Yeah. So we all know that Leia called Han a scruffy-looking look- nerf herder, but what derisive name does she call him after saying, I don't know where you get your delusions? Okay, I, I, I think I came up with a good guess, even though I don't remember the dialogue. Is mm-hmm. it Flyboy? Oh, that's so close. She calls him that later. It's Laser Brain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you get your delusions, Laser Brain. <laughs> yeah, very good. In the first uh, half point, because that is an insult she uses at a different time. Oh, okay. I give that to you. Because that's, I mean, you really pulled that out of your the molasses of your brain, so. Thank you. In the first film, Chewbacca is mostly referred to as Chewie. Mm-hmm. Who is the only person who says Chewbacca? Okay. I don't know, but for some reason, I think it's Obi-Wan. It is. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're right. I can just hear him saying Chewbacca. And he's really only in that one movie. I mean, he's, you know, yeah. a ghost later, but. So they're at the cantina mm-hmm. and he's talking with Chewbacca and he says to Luke, quote, this is Chewbacca. He's the he's first mate on a ship that might suit our needs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then so he's introduced as Chewbacca and then he's only referred to as Chewie for the rest of the movie. Got it. That makes sense. That was actually one that Kenny pulled out Good for one. me. Uh, we all know this the phrase and its iterations of I have a bad feeling about this, but who says it the most out of the main nine films? 
Okay, I went for what I think is the obvious answer. I hope it is Han Solo. It is. Great. He says it in. So some people say it um, more than once. Or some mm-hmm. people say it in some movies it's said more than once. Yeah. Um, which is partially how he got this. Um, okay. But he says it in four, um, uh, four, six, and seven. Mm-hmm. He also says it. He also says an iteration of it in the solo movie, which says, I did not count here. He says, I have a good feeling about this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I think next is Land... I, well, and I think Lando says it maybe in the solo movie. And mm-hmm. so if you were to count that, he were to say it twice. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, otherwise, every everybody only says it once. Got it. Um, so who's the first person to say, may the force be with you? Okay, so I don't know. I've taken the role of the dice in thinking that maybe the surprising fact behind this is that no one says it in the first movie and that it's first spoken in Empire. So That is a good guess, but it's wrong. Okay, so my, my guess was Yoda. It's General Jan Dodonna, who is, and this is why I said if you can describe it, I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. He's the like general who's talking to the rebel pilots before they go to the Battle of Yavin. When he calls Leia Leah for some, he's like yeah. Princess Leah, and you're There's like the fuck. <laughs> not a lot of agreement on name pronunciation in that first movie, which is, I think, part of its charm. <laughs> yes, and so he says, you know, you know, that's when he's talking, and you know, that's when Luke says about shooting the fucking womp rats. Yeah, um, and he says, uh, you know, may the force be with you, and mm-hmm. um, hilarious. He's not even a. He's yeah. just a fucking dude. He's a trivia. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. show up again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who's the last person to say, may the force be with you? As far as I can tell, and if somebody can find me this answer, please. Okay, so I'm sure this is wrong. My guess was Leia. Uh, It's Holdo. Ah, yes. And it's in episode eight. And apparently, mm-hmm. and this is what I mean when I said I didn't want to rewatch, because I knew that she does say it there. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Lando says in nine, the force will be with you mm-hmm. always. Yeah. But nobody actually, apparent from what I can tell. Yeah. No, the reason I'm saying this took me so long, too, is because. But think, of, up- think of all the times that Chewbacca or R2-D2 might have said it. <laughs> well, okay, so. Um, when I was looking up, may the force be with you. That's what my guess should have been. It should have been one of those two. Cause I would have been like, you can't prove. <laughs> so there is a Wikipedia entry that lists every time somebody says, may the force be with you. Yeah. And it's iterations. And mm-hmm. in one of them is BB eight. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, there is no such. Or sorry, I know, there... I know maybe Blake will listen to this. Maybe Kenny will listen to this. Yeah. I know that translations exist for every line spoken by R2-D2 and yes. by Chewbacca. I I know. I was making a joke. I need to make a small correction to what I just said. There is a Wikipedia entry for I have a bad feeling about this. Okay. That's incredibly extensive. Mm-hmm. And there is no such entry for May the Force Be With You. Yeah. Which I, and there's no list online. Um, a lot of the articles I was looking up only went only went up to like the seventh movie yeah and i was like losing my mind (laughs) on uh one of my favorite uh programs the george lucas talk show 
they refer to I I have a bad feeling about this as the most lucrative joke in history. <laughs> that's that's very good. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um. So what does Padme? Which I'm so sorry. I, no, I that's we, okay. I have I'm, been making... I'm sure I I'm I'm gonna know it when I hear it. I'm sure. So what does she say? Well, since you said she makes a statement and then responds with a question, I wrote, uh, I'm Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you? (laughs) So he's like being precocious or whatever. Yeah. And she says, you're a funny little boy. How do you know so much? (laughs) Okay. I I barely recognize that now that I've heard it. But yeah, anytime Kenny's doing whatever, I'll be like, oh, you're a funny little boy. How do you know so much? He drives him nuts. He hates it. I think I'm at a disadvantage because I don't live with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, who? So who says or sings rather, and the Jedi I admire most met up with Darth Maul and now he's toast. Well, I'm still here and he's a ghost, I guess. I'll train this boy. I sincerely hope, although I don't know this for sure, that it is Weird Al. It is. Okay. Double throwback to the first quiz. Very good. Yes. <laughs> In The Saga Begins. Mm-hmm. which he put out when uh, The Phantom Menace came out. Yeah, I thought uh, Yeah, I thought it had to be him. Um, well, congratulations. How'd you do on that one? Um, not as bad as I thought. Looks looks like about 50%. Nice, okay. Okay, so we're going to do the Marvel quiz now. Okay. Um, okay, so... Kenny made this quiz and he wrote the note for listeners. Please note this quiz was compiled by a Marvel non-expert. Voice criticisms kindly. Take that to heart. Uh, But he does have sources for literally every single thing. So Great. In Marvel Comics publication history, who of the original six MCU Phase 1 Avengers Mm -hmm. (laughs) appeared first? Yeah, great question. Don't know the answer, but it is multiple choice. So yes. uh, I'm just going to say out loud what the implied choices are, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, uh, Thor, Black Widow, and Hawkeye. Yes, those are your options. Yeah, I, I don't know what the answer is, so I'm going to write down my best guess. Okay, so who was next? Is that the second question or? Yes. Okay. And the one clue I'll give you is that the first one showed up at a time and it was 20 years later, basically, until the next one showed up. And then they all showed up within the next like five years. Mm Hmm. I don't like this line of questioning. (laughs) (laughs) Can I tell you, I guessed it. Okay, this this wait. What you've just told me makes me question what I've written down for the first answer. Okay. So I'm actually going to change my mind about that first one. You're like, God, if Liz guessed it. Ugh. And then I'm going to move the answer I put for the first question down to this answer. Okay. So uh, this is a very will question. Hmm. So excluding anything that's come out in 2021. Okay. Which of the MC which MCU film has had the lowest domestic box office earning? 
Okay, yeah, that is a very well question. <laughs> and I also guessed this one. Uh, all right. Uh, 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 okay. <laughs> Every new question makes me uh, reevaluate the uh, answers that I've written above it. Uh, well, this is unrelated to <laughs> the first two questions. Yeah, you would think so, but still, it's when when you see them together, uh-huh. it makes you think like, if I was writing this, would I write it this way? <laughs> <laughs> that these two answers are next to each other. Um, are you ready? Yes. What? Oh, and if uh, for a bonus, mm. um. Feel free to um, list what you think is one of the four next lowest ranking uh, box office film amounts. You mean the, name the film? Yeah. Not not the amount. Not the amount, okay. but the the one that is there's the there's the lowest. Yeah. And then there's quite a jump, and there's four that are all about the same. And if you can name one of those, I'll give you a bonus point. Okay. Thanks. I like that. I'm ready. Okay. What Latin word tra- <laughs> translated? Okay, you can stop there. I, okay. I, I, I'm writing down my answer. For the listener, translated as ever upward was Stanley's motto. I already wrote it down. In 2012's Aven- The Avengers. Marvel's The Avengers. Go on. To- to- be kind, Will. Did you hear? Do you remember? Kenny's I think note? that was uh, not unkind. <laughs> Tony Stark catches someone on the shield helicarrier playing this game. Mm, yeah, no, that's uh, that's a memorable scene. I know that. In 2021's Dune, mm. Josh Brolin mm-hmm. starred alongside these two MCU veterans. Yeah, Josh Brolin himself is an MCU veteran, so there there are two more. Okay, there's a lot of people in that movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, veterans, meaning in the past. Yes. Not in the future. I, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Do you mind if I talk this out a little bit? Yeah, go ahead. Or should I save that for when we're going over answers? One of one of them is definitely. Let me look up who this other person is. <laughs> While you're doing that, I'm just going to talk through. I need. I feel like I need to talk this out in order to. Yes, they're uh, both people that have already been in movies. So it's not Oscar Isaac because he's Moon Knight, and that hasn't come out yet. And, um. Oh, wait. Okay. I got one of them. I just remembered mm-hmm. one of them. And Kenny has both the actor's name and the character's name, and I'll accept whatever you put down. Okay. Uh, it's not Chalamet. It's not Jason Momoa. Oh, okay. I just remembered the other one. Good job, Will. Just going through the characters in Dune in my mind. Uh, good question. So, Disney acquired Marvel in 2009. Mm-hmm. 2015's Age of Ultron makes reference to a classic Disney film, with the trailer for the film featuring yep. a slowed-down cover of one of the film's song and the villain delivering a famous line. 
what is the film. Got it. Even though he was not involved in the Marvel comic series it was based on, Stan Lee had a cameo in this 2014 animated Disney film. Cameo. Um, <laughs> okay. I haven't seen this, but I have a guess. Okay. In Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I. Sorry, I forgot about this question. Go I on. Didn't, well, again, I didn't write this quiz. Uh-huh. In Guardians of the Galaxy, Peter Quill is abducted in 1988, mm-hmm. the same year that this show debuted, featuring a character soon to be voiced by Chris Pratt in an upcoming film. <laughs> show. <laughs> okay. I can think of a couple... <laughs> Of upcoming films with Chris Pratt as a voice. <laughs> uh, this one's so funny. Like, regardless of what the answer is, it's so funny. So bo- both of the things I'm thinking of are not primarily shows, but they have been shows. Yeah, this show you debuted know what it- in 1988. <laughs> And yes, I agree with you. Okay. Uh, uh. I watched the show a lot. Uh, okay, okay, all right. Oh, I'm so glad I did this. (laughs) All right, I'm, I'm writing down my guess. Okay. Josh Brolin has portrayed characters in both MCU and non-MCU films. Yep. Thanos in MCU and Cable in Deadpool 2. Right. This other actor is one of the few that has acted in both MCU and non-MCU Marvel films. He has a role in 2014's X-Men Days of Future Past as well as 2018's Infinity War. Who was in what actor with a he pronoun mm-hmm. was in both Days of Future Past mm-hmm. and Infinity War? Yeah. By the way, Days of Future Past is one of my favorite names of a movie. It, well, yeah. And you know that's straight from the comics. Yes. Yeah. You told me that. Great, great title. Um Okay, well, this should be easy because those are, are both uh, famously films with very small, small cast. <laughs> Hardly anyone in both of those movies. Infinity War is the MCU film. I remembered it. Okay. I'm writing it down. Okay, I'm not uh, too... Confident about these first three questions, but I think I'm ready. Oh, sorry. There's one more, apparently. Oh, okay. Maybe he did 11 for this and miscounted or something. Please. Well, they do not share a scene together. Jeff Goldblum's Jurassic Park co-star, Sam Neill, appears in Thor Ragnarok, Mm -hmm. portraying what character? 
Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm writing down the answer. Um, yes. But uh, <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm asking. This is a this is a question that where it would be very easy to split hairs. I, you know, we're being flexible here. Yeah, I understand the intent of the question. Yes. Okay, so you ready to start? Yes. You don't want any more time art for any of them or anything repeated? I don't think I'm going to improve on the guesses that I'm not confident about. I understand. So in Marvel Comics publication history, who of the original six MCU Phase 1 Avengers appeared first? Captain America? Yes. Okay. Uh, Captain America Comics number one cover dated March 1941, and it's the famous Punching Hitler cover. Yep. Um, and then Kenny has a note on and off through cancellation in 1954, revived in Inhuman Torch story titled Captain America in Marvel Comics Strange Tales number 114 in 63, and then formally reintroduced, um, The Avengers number four, March 1964. Pretty cool. So who was the next to appear? Okay, I kind of want to change my answer, but I'm not I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with what I wrote down. Okay. Hulk. Yes. Oh, great. So the Incredible Hulk number one came out May 1962. And after that, it was Thor. Um, Journey into Mystery number 83, August 1962. Iron Man, mm-hmm. Tales of Suspense number 39, March 1963. Mm-hmm. Black Widow, Tales of Suspense, number 52, April 1964. And then Hawkeye, Tales of Suspense, number 57, September 1964. So we get Captain America in 41. And then, you know, all the other Avengers don't start showing up again until the 60s. Yep. A whole life. Kenny does have a note. Please. An early version of Thor as a god appeared in Venus, number 12 through 13, February through April 1951. Mm. Thor, as the superhero character, mm-hmm. first appeared for the first time in the above issue. Very good. <laughs> um, so, excluding this year, what um, MCU film has the lowest box office rating dom- or domestic box office earning? Okay, my answer is The Incredible Hulk. Is that right? That's okay. right, baby. Um, which this, I, I said I got this right. I got it a little bit wrong because I said, oh, the Hulk movie. And Kenny was like, yes, that is called The Incredible Hulk. And I was like, okay, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, there's more than one Hulk movie. And I know. One way to tell them apart is they're vastly different titles. <laughs> so do you want to guess a, for your a, bonus? That's a joke. They're not. Yes, I know. That different. <laughs> do you want to guess who, uh, what was the next one of the next four lowest earnings. Yeah, my guess is Captain Marvel. No. Okay. Uh, I'm wrong. <laughs> the uh, next are Captain America, the first And I'm Avenger. a misogynist, by the way. <laughs> for guessing that and being wrong. It's I don't know how much Captain Marvel made, but it's Captain America. So Incredible Hulk made $134.8 million. Mm-hmm. So 134. These are presumably domestic box office numbers. That's what he wrote. Lowest domestic box office earning. Got it. Um, the next is Captain America, the first Avenger mm-hmm. with 176. Okay. So go, it's like 40 That's a million more. Yep. Yeah. Um, Ant-Man mm. with 180. Right. Thor with 181. Mm-hmm. And then Thor Dark World. It's another jump, but it's 206. That all makes sense. Yeah. 
Um, top three, just as a note. Um, I was from, not. I would just. By the way, I was not yeah. considering. I'm reconsider. I'm reevaluating my guess. I was. I was not thinking about the fact that Captain Marvel came to us in between Infinity War and Endgame. Oh Game, yeah. Which probably helped it. Probably quite, helped because people were so jazzed. Yep. So the top three are Avengers: Infinity War with 678 million. Yeah. I'm, Black I, Panther. I was just going to say, Black Panther has got to be in there. Black Panther with 700 million. And then another huge jump, Endgame, is 858 million. Right. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So what's uh, Ever Upward in Excelsior. Latin? Excelsior. That's right. Um. In 2012's The Avengers, Tony Stark catches somebody on the shield, someone on the shield helicarrier playing this game. Galaga. Yes. That man is playing Galaga. <laughs> in 2021, uh, Dune, in 2021's Dune, Josh Brolin starred alongside these two MCU veterans. Zendaya. Uh-huh. And Stellan Skarsgård. That is actually not... What Kenny has down, but I will accept Zendaya because I think he forgot. <laughs> yeah, Zendaya, of course, is uh, MJ in two, uh, in two go, almost three Spider-Man movies. So he had Stellan Skarsgård, who plays Eric Selvig in the MCU and Baron Vladima, Vladimir Harkonnen in Dune. Yeah, don't say the next one because I want to see if I can come up with it. Okay. So I'm going to do more talking. I already ruled out Chalamet. Yeah, and Oscar Isaac and Jason Momoa. Um, oh, um, I don't think I know this guy's name, but I think that there's a guy who plays both a Harkonnen underling in Dune. No, not him. And he's in Ant Man. No, I might be mixing up two guys. I'm gonna look up who I'm thinking of. Okay. Um. <clears throat> oh, I'm so. Uh, it's Dave Batista. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's a lot of. Uh, there's. I don't know if you know this. There's a lot of these MCU movies. Yes, there are. And uh, they all. They all have uh, uh, different uh, people in them. <laughs> it's very funny that Kenny <laughs> forgot about Zendaya, which is. I, I'm. Uh, I'm looking up the Dune uh, 2021 cast. And I think I'll recognize this one guy. Okay, so David Mast Malkian. No, oh, sorry, did I say Ma- Dast? Da- David Dast Malkian. Um, um, he was in the Suicide Squad and Dune, and yep, he was in Ant Man and the Wasp. Wow, damn, dude! And probably the first Ant Man as well. Um, he's the guy, he's the guy who, uh, he has like Russian or Eastern European voice and he is afraid of Baba Yaga. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll tell, I'll make sure to tell Kenny that there were multiple alternate answers for his question. How many more have we not thought of? (laughs) Uh, IMDB should tell us on their trivia pages. So Disney acquired Marvel in 2009. 
2015's Age of Ultron makes reference to a classic Disney film, with the trailer for the film featuring a slowed-down cover of one of the film's song, songs and the villain delivering a famous line. Pinocchio. Pinocchio, yes. I have no strings on me. <laughs> I love, when Kenny and I, when we saw that, we're like, Kenny was like, I've got goosebumps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so even though he was not involved in the Marvel comic series it was based on, Stan Lee had a cameo in this 2014 animated Disney film. Is it Big Hero 6? It is. Yeah. He plays a character named Fred's dad in a post credit scene. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, it's very funny. Yeah. Elliot loves this movie. Sure. In Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> Peter Quill is abducted in 1988. And that is the same year that this show debuted, featuring a character soon to be voiced by Chris Pratt in an upcoming film. So I, I, I might have gotten lost in this question a little bit. Is is the question name the show or name yes, the character? The show. Okay. Which has the character's name in it. I also thought it was show, which is why I wrote Garfield and Friends. Yes. Okay. The other alternative is, of course, Mario. Yes. The show being whatever that was called, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show or, yeah, or whatever that cartoon was called. Where fun never ends. Garfield and Friends. Garfield and Friends. Uh, Josh Brolin has portrayed characters in both the in both uh, MC Marvel MCU and non MCU films. Thanos in the MCU, Cable in Deadpool two. This other actor is one of the few that has acted in both MCU and non MCU Marvel films. He was in Days of Future Past and Infinity War. Peter Dinklage. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bolivar, Boliviar Trask in X-Men Bolivar. and Bolivar. And then, I don't know how to say this. Some... I-Tree? I yeah. A, a troll or... or No, a dwarf. There's they're uh-huh. supposed to be big dwarves, I think. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah, well, he's bigger than a man. Yeah. Uh, while they do not share a scene together... Jeff Goldblum's Jurassic Park co-star Sam Neill appears in Thor Ragnarok, playing what character? Odin? Yeah, so he's an actor portraying Odin in the Asgardian play scene. Yes. Luke Hemsworth and Matt Damon play the actors portraying Thor and Loki. Yeah, you know who else portrays Loki in that scene? Hmm. Anthony Hopkins. (laughs) Because he's playing Loki in disguise as Odin. Right. Hilarious. Uh, well, great. Okay, so we have we have three more. Great. This is called It's Liz. Mm. So these are not trivia questions about me, mm-hmm. but they are trivia questions that you should know the answer to because I've covered them in my previous podcast episodes. This is a threat. Uh, <laughs> this is this is threat. This is. Uh, <laughs> This is psychological warfare. What you've what you've done. Are you ready? I tell you the episode. All right. So from episode one, mm. why do babies need to be born head first? Episode one, of course, the giving birth episode where I recount giving birth to Elliot and I talk about how it's important that the baby be head down to vaginally give birth to the baby. Um Otherwise, the baby is considered breach. And why is that so important? All right. 
How long ago did we record episode one? Will, let me tell you, this is pretty much our three-year anniversary right I was now. thinking it was not only approximately three years, but it was the end of the year when we were starting to record episodes for the first time. Yes. So the first episode came out in January. But we, um, were, that'll be, we, recorded but we were recording right now. Much more in advance. Yeah. I want to even say that we recorded over Thanksgiving weekend. That would be interesting. Maybe, maybe that's, uh, yeah, maybe that's true. Um, but still good information to have in general about the human body. Sure. From episode three, which was my amber teething necklace episode. Just give one reason why amber teething necklaces don't work. Well, okay. Sure. Um, if you'll remember, there's a whole logical progression mm-hmm. where I was like, even if this did work, it still wouldn't work for this other reason. So you just have to give one reason why amber teething necklaces don't work. Okay. Yeah, let me think of, um, let me try to call the specifics to mind. This is a threat, says Will. It is, it is. <laughs> um, all right, I think I'm ready. So from episode seven, the misheard episode, what is the name of the song that I thought was a nonsense song only to learn it had real lyrics. Mm-hmm. Only to then learn it was in two parts. And the first part was a nonsense song. And the conceit of the song was that the second part had lyrics. Right. Um, yeah. I know this one. I have been helped to remember this uh, answer by uh, a, a, a few scenes in Twin Peaks. Oh, perfect. Oh, right. Kenny showed that to me. I think I sent it to you as well. Oh, maybe you sent it to me then. Maybe that's what it was. Because we watched Twin Peaks for the first time like a couple of years ago. Yeah. And that song came around and I was like, whoa, (laughs) I know this from Liz. So from episode nine, which was the uh, pro-life path to Mm pro-choice, what is the country that has the lowest abortion rate as of when we recorded? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I know the general area, but I don't know if I'm going to get the specific country. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just write down the one that came to my mind first. So this is a toss-up. I picked this one specifically because at the time you found it to be so funny. All right. So I hope that you remember it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, maybe you just thought it was funny and immediately forgot it. Mm-hmm. In episode 12, which was the why I put my kid in a dress, Mm. what is the name for the occasion of putting a young boy into pants for the first time that occurred between the 16th and 19th century? So if you'll remember, in the 16th and 19th century, all children wore these sort of dresses, and once they were more potty trained, uh, the boys would then be um, transitioned into wearing pants, and this had a name, Mm -hmm. and what was it? Mm. Yeah, the name you thought was very funny. I'm sure I did. That didn't stick with me. <laughs> All right, I'm writing down a guess. Okay. So from episode 15, what do we do with brand new? Mm-hmm. 
What band was considered a rival, in heavy scare quotes, to brand new in the early aughts? I'm writing down a guess. I have a bonus question for you. Yeah. What song from this band directly repeated the lines, is that what you call tact? I swear you're subtle as a brick in the small of my back. Okay, and th- it, and you don't have to verify it or confirm this, but I, I think that lyric is supposed to be noteworthy because it's both a brand new lyric and and this band, this yes. other band's lyric. And so you want me to name the song, not by brand new, but by the other band. Um, okay, what stupid fucking thing <laughs> do they make into a song title? Um, <laughs> I'll just, all right, I'm just, this is a bonus. I actually said to Kenny, if Will doesn't know this, I'm not going to be surprised at all, but I'd be remiss not to mention it. All right. I've, I've come up with one. From episode 17, the Brassica episode. Mm. Can you name four of the cultivars of the Brassica oleracea plant? Four. So there's one, two, three, four, five. There's seven main ones. And then there's some that there's some that have like specific like multiple specific versions, but there's four main ones. Or seven main ones. I want you to name four. Okay. I don't I don't even know if this is going to sound like <laughs> what you're looking for. I'll give you a clue, which is that I asked you what your favorite vegetable was, and you said potato. Mm-hmm. And then I said, what's your favorite green vegetable? And the next thing you said was one of the cultivars. You asked me green vegetables specifically? Yes. I said, okay. <laughs> yes, a potato is a vegetable, but what's your favorite green vegetable? Mm-hmm. And you said this, and it was one of them. All right, I've written down four things. From episode 22, which was the breastfeeding myth, Mm -hmm. what is the name of the now debunked phenomenon, uh, which is that the belief that an infant will prefer a bottle or pacifier over a breast and be bad at breastfeeding if breastfeeding isn't firmly established first. So the idea that you should not give your child a bottle or a pacifier before breastfeeding is firmly established because otherwise this thing will happen mm-hmm. and they'll be bad at breastfeeding and God forbid mm-hmm. <laughs> they're bad at breastfeeding. Huh. It's a funny thing. Yeah. I think it's a funny name. Mm-hmm. It's two words. Yeah. I'm writing something down. I'm sure it's wrong. Go ahead. From episode 24 about time travel. Hmm. Which, this one I think you'll know. Which actress could you say was typecast as she plays love interests in both The Time Traveler's Wife and About Time? Okay, you've, for, you've, you've forgotten. We've already established I'm a misogynist. I, <laughs> I'm pretty bad at remembering the names for specific 
actresses who I have just sort of lumped together in a kind of like, those are all white ladies. Yeah, I will give you one more hint. She She plays... Tara McClay's sister on one episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's not going to help. <laughs> Here, one, while you while you muse, I'm going to turn my light on really quick. Okay, I have a couple of names in mind. I think it. I have a letter in mind for what it starts with. I really thought this one was going to be a gimme for you. No, I... Because you know so many actors and actresses' names. I'm always the one that fucks that up. Yeah. This is just one of those categories where... I've just sort of papered over... All right, I've, I've written down a guess. So from episode 28, our last Christmas episode... Just name one musical act, and I say musical act because I don't want you to say, you know, the person from the actress whose name I can't remember from Last Christmas. That's covered Last Christmas. Okay, name any musician or band we talked about who covered Last Chris- the song Last Christmas. Yeah, there's a lot. Oh, yeah. No, I... <laughs> I believe that there's and I a will lot. I will verify if I, if it's not one that I know off the top of my head I will verify mm-hmm. if a cover exists. Okay. I've written down a guess that is not really specific to that song. I just want to take a moment to reflect on that. So the que- so so the question again is as long as I can come up with an answer that when you google it it is true. Yes. It doesn't have to be one that we talked about. Yeah. Okay. Then I have a guess. Okay, are you ready ready to go from the beginning? Do you need anything repeated? Um I mean, I'm looking at all my answers and I can remember all of the questions. I, once I say yes, I'm, I'm locked into what I've written down. And the, the, I mean, you could lie to me and, and tell me a different answer. <laughs> I won't know. There's no way yeah, for me to know. Yeah, no, but I won't do that because there has to be a cutoff at some point. Yeah. And the thing I'm waffling on is the name of that actress because I mm-hmm. do, I have a second guess. And we'll put down the second guess, and I'll give you a half point if the second guess is yeah. But I'm not sure if right I might want to replace it because I'm just I'm trying <laughs> I'm trying to evaluate if the second guess is actually a better guess ah, uh-huh. than the first one. I'm crossing out what I wrote down, putting down my second guess. Okay. And when that turns out to be wrong, I will tell you what I crossed out. Okay. Now I'm ready. So why do babies need to be born head first? Um, I don't know. I'm guessing it is to breathe. <laughs> the, the head is the part that they breathe out of. So you want to get that out first. 
or I can tell you, I can tell you what that I, or I can tell you that that was my joke guess. Cause you're laughing so much. And I, now I, I can, can't breathe. That's ironic. Since that was a joke, I can tell you what my real guess is. Okay. Okay. Is it because that's the biggest part? Yes. Yeah. That was oh, my, God. that was my real guess. Oh, thank God. Yeah, so it's the biggest part. So if, I mean, clearly this happened plenty of times before we had ultrasounds and stuff, but um, if it can't, the the head is the thing that if it's not going to fit, it's not going to fit, right? And so what you don't want is to have given birth to every part of a baby except the head and then find out that the head is stuck. And so, yes, so then you'd have to do an emergency C-section where you're also pulling the baby out of the vaginal cavity. It's a whole mess. It's way worse. It's very stressful for the mother and for the baby. And so if the baby's breech and you have to give birth, you just got to do a C-section. It's the only safe way to do it. Um, Clearly, other there have been people who have given birth to breech babies and it has been fine, but it's like not worth it to risk it at this point with the technology we have. So what's one reason why amber teething necklaces don't work? Okay, there's a lot of ways that one could phrase this yes that might be acceptable i wrote down no transfer through skin that is a perfect answer yes um so you know there is the idea very briefly is that there's a chemical in the amber that um would enter the skin and create a numbing effect um but there is no transfer of that chemical through the skin because the amber would have to be like blazingly hot to leach the chemical out. Mm-hmm. And then you'd just be burning your skin. Right. Um, a second point here, and I won't go through the whole episode again, is that um, even if it did leach it out, it would just make the skin numb in that specific area. Much like putting aura gel on a toothache isn't going to make your headache better. Right. So what's the name of the song that I thought was a nonsense song? This is my, this is, I'm most confident, 100, it's Maresy Dotes. Maresy Dotes. Yeah. Maresy Dotes and Dozy Dotes until Tamsy Tyvee, a tiddly Tyvee too, wouldn't, wouldn't you? you? Uh, so what's the country with the lowest abortion rate? Uh, my guess is Sweden. You're so close. It's Switzerland. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. That wouldn't have even been my second guess. My second guess would have been like Norway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sweden and Norway are up there, but Switzerland is the the lowest. Okay. I just put a check mark down, even though I should have. Yeah, that's an X. So I know we know that um, you probably don't remember this, but what's the name for putting boys into pants? I wrote down Warm Legs Day. (laughs) It's called breaching. Oh, okay. That's kind of funny. So what's the name of the rival to brand new? I hope it is Taking Back Sunday. Yes, it is. Okay. Which I did a later, did a full episode on. Right. Which that threw me a little bit. Yes. I mean, yeah, it was a bit of a... I actually did that specifically because I was like, well, if Will doesn't remember this, then my God, mm-hmm. <laughs> did a whole other episode on Taking Back Sunday. Yeah. But also the episode is is about one of their albums specifically. So if you yes. looked in our catalog... You would see the it's name about of that. Tell all your friends. Right. Tell all your I was not going to remember that, but I knew it was like a phrase like that. Yeah. Um, do you want to, did you, did you write a silly joke guess for the name of the song that repeats the lyrics? In, Is that what it, you call tact? In my, in my best approximation of what one of their song titles <laughs> might be, uh-huh. I wrote down, sorry, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> it's called, there's no I in team. Ah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. sure. 
um, which is also the music video that is a recreation also go, going to our music video episode mm-hmm. of Fight Club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That rings a bell. Lady Fight Club. Yep. Four cultivars of the Brassica oleracea plant. I wrote down broccoli. Yes. Cauliflower. Yes. Which you've mocked me for how I've pronounced it in the fa- Yes, in, you say it very strangely. <laughs> I tried to say it normally just now. <laughs> Brussels sprouts. Yes. And uh fourth one I wrote down is spinach. No. Okay. Nice try. I would have accepted kale, cabbage, kohlrabi, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, broccoli, collard greens. Or okay. so what I mean when I say there are some variations. There's like, you know, many different kinds of cabbage. <laughs> what did I say my favorite green vegetable was? Broccoli. Okay. And then I probably got into whether or not cucumber is a vegetable <laughs> yes i think so yeah uh so do i get three quarters of of a, of a point uh that? yeah sure <laughs> okay uh what is the name of the now debunked phenomenon that an infant will prefer uh a bottle or pacifier over a breast and then be bad at breastfeeding i don't know so i made up the guess surrogate syndrome <laughs> I love that. Mm. Uh, no, it's hilariously called nipple confusion. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The idea that a baby would be confused yep. as yep. to what they were sucking on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Yep. So who'd you write down for the actress? Okay. So the letter that came to my mind is R. Yes. I wrote, and this this is the one I didn't cross out. Okay. The last thing I wrote was Rose Byrne. No. Okay. The name I crossed out was Rosamond Pike. No. <laughs> okay. Who it's is it? It's Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, right. Good okay. job with the R, though. No points for that, but... Yeah, no, that's fair. Okay. Um, One musical act that's covered last Christmas. I wrote Pentatonix. You know what? They might have. I, I don't know so. if that's. I don't know if that's on my... Um... My thinking is that I, I believe it is their job to cover every <laughs> Christmas song. It's true. I don't see it, Will. I don't think they've covered Last Christmas yet. Okay. It's not on my playlist. Um, I'm putting just Last Christmas now in quotes. Yeah, what are what are the, the famous ones that I've forgotten? Um, so let me just look up my playlist really quick so that I can okay, make sure I... Okay, go- I... I googled Pentatonic's Last Christmas, mm-hmm. and the first result is videos okay i guess this isn't okay so jimmy world yeah carrie underwood uh ashley tisdale hillary duff kylie minogue cold play carly ray jepson taylor swift um leslie odom jr i would have accepted glee Okay, this is this is very confusing. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm I can't tell what I'm seeing. <laughs> when I googled Pentatonix last Christmas, the first result was a video. Uh-huh. The video is called Last Christmas Pentatonix Opener Twelve Seven Seventeen U Pen Quaker Notes Acapella <laughs> Cover. 
And then the description is second song in our opener for, oh, okay. Uh, now, okay, I had to work this out. Okay. This group called Quaker Notes uh-huh. opened for Pentatonics. Ah. Doing their own acapella. And Last Christmas was one of the songs they performed. And they probably did that because they knew Pentatonics wasn't covering it. So when I said Pentatonics, I meant the U Pen Quaker Notes. <laughs> god i misspoke i think also ariana grande has also covered last christmas who i have not mentioned mm. that would have been another one sure um okay so i believe now we have gotten to our fair use music round oh yes very good so i'm gonna play these on my phone so we're looking for there's 10 songs there's a mm-hmm. theme okay you will get points for the theme so we want the artist and the um, name of the song. Got it. Okay. Here is the first one. Okay. Got it. Okay, so here is our second song. Our third song. I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. I left my cell, my pager, and my home phone at the bottom. I sent two letters back in autumn. You must not have got them. There probably was a problem at the post office or something. Sometimes I scribble the dresses too sloppy when I jot them. But, anyways, what's been up, man? How's your daughter? My girlfriend's pregnant too. I'm about to be a father. If I have a daughter, guess what I'm gonna call her? I'm gonna name her Bonnie. I read about your uncle Ronnie too. I'm sorry. I had a friend himself over some who didn't want him. I know you probably hear this every day, but I'm your biggest fan. Okay. I'm pleased with myself because I don't think I've ever heard that song before. And, <laughs> and yet I'm pretty sure I know the correct answer. Great. Okay, number four. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so here's number one, two, three, four, five. Okay. Mm. I I did not care for that. <laughs> Two, three, four, five. So here's six. Something don't feel right because it ain't right, especially coming up after midnight. 
I smell your secrets, and I'm not too perfect to ever feel this worthless. How did it come down to this? Scrolling through your call list. I don't want to lose my pride, but I'ma fuck me up a bitch. Know that I kept it sexy, and know I kept it fun. There's something that I'm missing, maybe my head for one. What's worst? Looking jealous or crazy? Jealous or crazy? Or like being walked all over lately? Walked all over lately? I'd rather be crazy. Okay. Can't be saying that. <laughs> it's a family show. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh yes, this is a this is a great one. Okay. Hmm. Here is our next song. Living is a big shrug, a life filled with. That's what I love. A lower plateau is what we're above. If it diss us, we won't even think of. We'll nip up a dog and give a big shove. This rhythm really fits like a snug glove. Like a box of positives is a plus love. As the trial flies high like a dove. Two more. Hmm. <laughs> this is Will. Hmm. <laughs> Remember, there's a theme. Yeah. We have one more. Hmm. Okay. Would you like any repeated? Um, I guess number two, because I don't have anything written down there. You got it, baby. Okay. There's a big hint in what I played for you. Yeah, I uh, I, I got that. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so, would you like to make a guess about the theme? I don't have a guess that encompasses everything that I've written down. Okay. But uh, is, is the theme uh, adjectives? No. Or feelings? No. Or or states of mind. Nope. Does that okay? This is this has nothing to do with what I've written down. 
Does it have anything to do with any holidays? No. Does it have anything to do with the podcast? No. Okay, I don't know what the theme is. The theme is songs that sample other songs. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So. That's, I, okay. Maybe I should have come to that conclusion because when I heard number two, Uh I thought I was going to name the song that I believe I know they're sampling. Yes. So now I would like to say, after I tell you each of these songs, Mm -hmm. I will give you a chance to guess the song that they're sampled for a bonus point. Okay. I think I can do that for one out of 10 (laughs) of these. And I couldn't tell you the artist. I think I can just tell you the name of the song. That's totally fine. So what is the first one? MIA Paper Planes. Yes. Do you know what they're sampling? I don't. It's Straight to Hell by The Clash. Don't think I ever knew that. The um, I, And I highly suggest you look up these songs later because um, some of them I had not listened to the original songs of before, even mm-hmm. though I knew that they were sampled. And um, I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And some of these, well, we'll get there, but there are some of these with multiple layers too, which yeah. is part of why I included them. Okay. Um, before we go any further, yes, let me just say for the record that I know I'm going to embarrass myself. <laughs> I already said this was going to be the roughest part. Yes. It always is at Real Trivia. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a big, uh, I have a lot of blind spots in this area. And this mm-hmm. is a, and even even if it were not me and my blind spot specifically, mm-hmm. I feel like this is a round where it is, uh, f- it is it is obviously for a reason why this is, it, game is usually played with a group. Yes, absolutely. Right? Like one person in your group of six. And I believe, if you'll remember, I have also traditionally done terribly at this round. Yes, it, it, it has been. <laughs> yes, you've been in this position, particularly the first time I yes. did a, a quiz. Less so the second time. So do you know what the second song is? Okay, so the so the group is whatever group Beyonce was in. Oh, God. <laughs> which, which I think is, uh-huh. de- is Destiny's Child. Yes, it is, which is part of the reason I played the beginning part where they said all of their names because I knew that this is not your preferred genre of music. Thank you very much. Um, And I don't know the name of the song, so Mm -hmm. I wrote Bad Chicks. It's called Bootylicious. Ah, okay. A phrase I'm sure you've heard out of context, but that is hypothetical. At least it was popularized by the song. So that's good for half a point? Yes. Okay. And um, who is... This is hypothetically the one you know what it's sampling. A one winged dove. Uh, it's called Edge of Seventeen. Edge of Seventeen, right? Just Bye. like the one winged dove. Uh, I, I, I do sort of know this, but I've forgotten. I Steve- Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Good job. Uh, what's number three? It's Eminem. Stan. Yes. Yeah. Which so strange, right? Mm-hmm. That. The term Stan came from this song, but only started being used as like in that fashion, like 20 years later or something insane. Yeah. I I, I would love somebody to write an article about this because when I mm-hmm. heard people saying this initially, I was like, what are they talking about? Mm-hmm. It's so strange to me. Yeah. Do you know what this is sampling? No. 
This is sampling the song Thank You by Dido, who okay. is also in the music video as the pregnant girlfriend um, of Stan. Mm. Um, but this part that sampled is uh, she sings, uh, my tears gone cold. I'm wondering why I got out of bed at all. Mm. Morning rain comes from my falls down my window and I can't see at all. But even if I could, it would all be gray. Put your picture that. on my wall. It reminds me that it's not so bad. And then in the her song, she then sings, and I want to thank you. Hence the name of her song. Yes, I recognize that. Although I will say when you said Dido, my mind immediately went to Devo. <laughs> and I was going to bring up Mark Mothersbaugh. Okay, so this next song, I'm certain that you don't know what it is, but I thought you might know what it was sampling. I'm sure I have heard this on the radio. I've never really thought about what it was sampling. So I sort of put the title in the part I played for you. so that That's what threw it. me. I was like, oh, that's my guess for what the name of this song is. Yes. Um, so I'll start there. Is the song called Wild Thoughts? It is. Okay. Can you guess this? Is the vo- I also thought you might be able to just recognize the singer's voice. I have a guess. Yeah. Is it Rihanna? It is. Featuring DJ Khaled? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Good I, job. I heard him get in there <laughs> in the clip you played. And do you know what song this is sampling? No, I can't think of it off the top of my head. This is sampling the song Maria Maria, which is Santana featuring Rob Thomas. Oh, okay. Yeah. So in the early, I guess it was the early aughts and not the late 90s, but I could be wrong. Santana, Mm. who has, you know, is a very famous, you know, guitar player, Mm -hmm. was basically like, um, I need to get a bunch of like pop singers on Mm -hmm. my next album. Um so that people listen to my songs because I'm a really good guitar player, but I don't sing. Right. And so he had a whole album, and um, one of the songs was um, this song with Rob Thomas from um, Matchbox 20. Yep. And um, incredible song, great song, but the guitar riff, the... um, Yeah. ...is Santana. That makes sense, um, based on what I know about that sound. And I... You mentioned Rob Thomas, and I, I, I can remember that Rob Thomas is from Matchbox Twenty, mm-hmm. and the reason for that is because there's another guy named Rob Thomas who created Veronica Mars, <laughs> and so I just have that distinction in my head that there's yeah. a Matchbox Twenty Rob Thomas and a Veronica Mars Rob Thomas. So, do you know the next one? No, I don't. My guess is that the group is One Direction. No. It's- okay. Jason Derulo. Okay. The song is called What You Say. It sounded like a boy band to me. I can understand that, yeah. So the so here's a hint. So the um song is called What You Say. Mm-hmm. Mm, what you say. Yeah. One might say. Can right. you guess what song this is sampling? It's sampling that song um Im- it's a uh, Imogen Heap. It's hide and seek, yeah. Hide and seek, right. Yeah. Okay, now this is a double double sample, so to speak. All right. I, you might you might argue that one of them isn't technically a sample, but do you know what this next song is? No, I don't. My guess is that the artist is Missy Elliott. No. Okay. It's Beyonce. Okay. It's the song Hold Up. Mm. Um, which is from Lemonade. 
And I'll sing you the chorus really quick, which I did not play. She sings, hold up, they don't love you like I love you. Um, Slow down, they don't love you like I love you. Like from Maps. Yes. And then the second song is the um, sort of guitar riff that's playing the sort of plucky sound mm-hmm. is um, the song can't get used to you can't get used to losing you by Andy Williams. So a double mm-hmm. doozy there. And when lemonade came out, um, the yeah, yeah, yeahs made their um, name on Twitter. Like the B yeah, yeah, yeah. Say pretty good. Okay. Now this is also a double dip. Mm-hmm. Do you know this song? Is it daft punk? Okay, so that's one of the songs it's sampling. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I recognized the sample, but I don't I don't know the this song. So the song is Stronger mm-hmm. by Kanye West. Oh, okay. Sampling Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger by Daft Punk. That's very close to what I wrote down. Yes. I wrote down Better, Harder, Faster, Stronger. Yes, sure, which I accept. Which is sampling. I didn't, and I did not know this, so I did not expect you to know this. The song Cola Bottle Baby by Edwin Birdsong. You're saying the Daft Punk song. Yes. Sampled that song. Yes. But we heard Kanye's song. Yes. Which sampled the Daft Punk song. Yes. Gotcha. Thus, by extension, also in a way, sampling the, the Edwin Birdsong song. Understood. Uh, do you know what the next one is? No, I sure don't. My <laughs> my guess was that the uh, artist was Run DMC. A good guess. It's a tribe called Quest. Okay. The song is called Kick It. Hmm. And the song they're sampling is called Walk on the Wild Side by Lou Reed. Sure. Classic. Now, do you know this one? This is another, this isn't a double one exactly, but it is, there is some nuance to this one. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just heard very heavy auto-tuning. Yes. And so I wrote T-Pain. Good guess. It's Kanye West again. Okay. The song is called Blood on the Leaves. Does mm. that give you a clue as to what it's sampling? Um, it's, uh, it's Strange Fruit. Yes. Yeah. So it's Blood on the Leaves, which is sampling the song Strange Fruit, but it's specifically sampling Nina Simone's cover of the song, uh-huh. which was originally sung by, of course, Billie Holiday. Gotcha. One of the most devastating songs in the world. Yeah. Uh, it hurts to listen to that song. Um, it's, I mean, clearly beautif- beautiful, but. Okay, and then this is one that I, at the end, I needed one more song. And I was like, I don't expect you to know what this is sampling. Um, but I picked this for a very specific reason. So do you know what song this is? Uh, I think I am good for half a point because mm-hmm. I recognize the Beastie Boys. Yes. But I don't know what the name of the song is. I my wrote my guess, Fight for Your Right to Party, which I think is one of their songs. It is one of their songs. This is Intergalactic. Ah. And the reason I picked this song is because this song samples two of their other songs. Their own songs. Um, their own songs. Mm. And it also samples when you listen to the full version, which you did not hear, so there's no way because it only plays this at the beginning, mm. in the Hall of the Mountain King. Oh. Which is a song, by the way, that Elliot has been singing just around the house, which is incredibly dramatic. In the Hall of the Mountain King, that, uh, how does, I know how that goes, but I, it's hard for me to call to I mind. always have to. When you say he sings it, there's, it's not, 
He's not not words. Not words, yeah. Just the tune. Yeah, this is the one that this goes... This is the same one that they use in The Witness, I believe. That's my association. Uh, this is... Okay. There's a... I mean, we might have talked about it when we talked about The Witness. There's a an area of The Witness where you can start a record which plays that song. Ah. And, and what it signifies is it like a timer that's oh okay ticking you have until the end of the song to complete a series of puzzles so yeah that's my music round which i feel very clever about though i yeah. knew it was going to be difficult for you <laughs> that was very well done um okay so here's our last round and it's a short round perfect and this round i'm calling thank you question mark mm-hmm. and this these are all questions about um times that somebody was thanking somebody else but it wasn't totally genuine or there was something backhanded or something that was maybe a little nefarious about it okay so there's only six questions are you ready yes who thanked her ex-boyfriends including a dead one in her 2019 song um that okay that's the whole question okay (laughs) i'll get the uh, the kint i'll give you is the um Words thank you are in the title of the song. Okay. Who was able, who was about to thank a lot of people when she was famously interrupted during the 2009 VMAs? <sighs> All right. Famously interrupted. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm crossing out what I wrote for the previous question. In order to make room for the answer to this question. Um, Go ahead. What what piano man said this about Madonna? Quote, since when has lip syncing been live music? Sorry mm-hmm. about that. But I think everyone who lip syncs on stage in public when you pay like 75 quid to see them should be shot. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah, okay. There's the thank you. The song Thanks for Nothing was on what Canadian rock band's second album, Does This Look Infected, which came out in 2002. Hint, this band follows the popular word and number naming convention of rock bands and punk rock bands in the sort of early aughts, late 90s. Okay. that So that, it's a word and a number. That rules out what I thought it was. What animal... Thanks, Harry Potter, with an elongated thanks before heading out to probably murder something in the first Harry Potter book and movie. All right. I missed the beginning of that because I was still thinking about the <laughs> band from the previous one. How does it start? What animal thanks Harry Potter with an elongated thanks Oh yeah. before heading out to probably murder something? Right. Um, are you looking for the proper name? No, just the name of the animal, as Elliot would describe it if he saw it. Okay. Got it. And here's the last one. (laughs) What author thanked Republicans while doing a reading in Iowa for helping to sell copies of her book, The 1619 Project? So basically, because this author wrote The 1619 Project and Republicans were so mad about it, her book has done quite well. Right, yeah. Can I hear the question one more time? What author thanked Republicans while doing a reading in Iowa for helping to sell copies of her book, 
1619 Project, also a famous podcast. Uh, this woman was famously denied tenure recently. And there was a big hubbub about it because uh, it was racist. <laughs> I don't think I know this story. Hmm. Have you heard of the 1619 Project? I don't think so. Oh, wow. Okay. Is that also the name of a podcast? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. But her book just came out, also called The 1619 Project. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll write. I'm writing down, I guess. Probably doesn't make any sense based on some of the stuff that you just said, but okay, that's all I've got. So, who thanked her ex-boyfriends, including a dead one in her 2019 song? I don't know. I feel like this is territory that we've already gone over in this quiz. I was deciding between Taylor Swift and Adele. Uh I I landed on Adele after I heard the next question. It's Ariana Grande. Ah, yes. In her song, Thank You, Next, Mm. where she thanks um, Pete Davidson and her ex-boyfriend, whose name I can't remember, who died of a drug overdose causing her to then break up with Pete Davidson is the narrative and another guy. Yeah. Okay. I've heard of that, but I had forgotten about it. So who was got, who was about to famous thank a lot of people when she was famously interrupted in the 2009 VMAs? This was Taylor Swift. Yes. Being interrupted by Kanye West. Yes. I didn't realize how much Kanye West would show up in this. (laughs) To say, (laughs) to say that Beyonce was, did the better thing. Yes. What piano man said that quote about Madonna? Yeah, so you just had to say piano man. I wrote Billy Joel. No. Oh, okay. It's Elton John. Hmm, gotcha. And the the joke there is that he plays piano. Right. But I was hoping, my, my hope was that you would notice that he said 75 quid. Yeah, I, I, uh, I had mentally moved on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So do you have a guess for the band that has a song called Thanks for Nothing on their second album? Well, Does bef- this look infected? Before you gave the number hint, mm-hmm. you just said Canadian rock band. And so I was going to write down Bare Naked Ladies. Ah. And then you gave the hint. And so my guess is Blink-182. A good guess, but okay. it's some 41. Sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then what animal thinks Harry Potter? A, a big snake. A big snake. Thanks. Yeah. Is it Nagini? Does it turn out to be? No, it's not Nagini. It's okay. just a snake. The idea is that he, it's one of the first time he uses magic without realizing it because he makes the glass disappear. Right. And then the snake's like, and that's also when we realize that he can talk to snakes, but that doesn't, as much as J.K. Rowling is a piece of shit, as we know. Right. But something that I always liked about those books was that a lot of the stuff that comes up later was built in from the very right. beginning yeah. to the point that it didn't feel like a trick. Because doesn't right. the, you know how things feel like a trick a lot of times? Like it's yeah. like a duex machina. Sure. So like when Harry, we find out like in the fourth book or whatever, the third, or I guess the second book, whatever it is that he can talk to snakes, you suddenly reread the first book and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. We knew that already. Yeah. Um, which I appreciate. She's a piece of shit though. A turfy piece of shit. Um, so I, I'm just going to tell you this one because I'm assuming you don't know. Can I tell you what my guess is? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think that there's a chance that it's right. But yeah. I just want you to know what I wrote down. Okay. Roxanne Gay. 
It's a good guess, um, but it's Nicole Hannah-Jones. Okay. So I'm surprised you somehow missed this whole debacle. I don't... So, like, the 1619 Project has been one of the, like, most lauded projects for um, teaching about the history of um, racism. Um, You know, it's one of those things when the George Floyd stuff... um, The George Floyd stuff was happening, I put in heavy scare quotes, Mm -hmm. um, that everybody was like, listen to the 1619 Project. Mm. Yeah. she, I think it was at, I forget where, what college, a college in South Carolina, I think, was up for tenure and she was denied tenure because she didn't have enough of an academic back. Like she doesn't have a doctorate basically. Uh-huh. And everyone was like, this is bullshit. Like this is clearly one of the leading scholars in this thing. And so it, you know, then there was a whole hubbub about there was all these white men that decided this and basically the board that decided this um you know, had a bunch of really conservative, like, donors on it. And um, they then reversed the decision. But she, of course, was like, no, I'm not coming to you for doing this. Um, and, yeah, her book just came out. Um, okay. She did a reading in Iowa recently. And I saw that Liz Lenz tweeted that she had uh, thanked Republicans for uh, selling a lot of her, helping her sell copies of her book. Very clever. So that's my quiz, Will. I love it. I love that quiz. I am uh, adding up the uh, points that I got. Yeah. I would like to point out, in case it wasn't uh, clear, uh, that I aced the Marvel round. I got you really did, yes. 11 out of 11 correct, except mm-hmm. I didn't get the your bonus correct. But that's okay, because you got your own bonus correct. <laughs> yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> okay, that was, this, that was weirdly hard to do. <laughs> Let me do it one more time and see if I come up with the same. So I got uh, so I got f- thirty. Okay, I counted thirty six correct, or I guess thirty five and three quarters. <laughs> yeah, where's that three quarters, baby? <laughs> yeah, that's where it, that's where it is. So, well, congratulations. That's very good. Thank you. So that's out of a possible. Okay, so there were. 10, 20, 30, 40, 57. So out of a possible 57, wait, I didn't include the bonuses. 58. Well, you don't count the bonuses, right? Because you're, the bonuses is not what it's out of. Okay. so it, That's okay. the point of it being a bonus. Fair enough. All right. So out of a possible, thir- uh, what did I say? 57. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got 35 and three quarters. So let me do some math on my calculator. Uh, so There was a lot of talk about A pluses at the beginning of this episode <laughs> before I had any idea of what was coming. That's a 62%. And I think that is better than I have ever done. I, I think did... I always get less than 50. <laughs> I, mm, is that true? I... I I have whatever numbers would answer that question. I have them conflated in my memory with the percentages that I've had to come up with for my own Oscars predictions (laughs) and whether or not I did better than 50%. So, um, yeah, uh, we'd have to check the records on that one. But I think you did a very good job is my point. Congratulations. Thank you very much for saying so. And uh, also... Uh, who cares? That's not that's <laughs> not the important part. The important part is I had fun. Good. Uh, because uh, you created a very fun quiz, and thank, thank you. you, thank you for doing that. You're welcome. Uh, any uh, any any final thoughts? 
No, I'll see you next month for Marvel with hopefully a guest, bud. Uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, that's that's right. Uh, next month, we will talk uh, Spider-Man, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Black Widow, Hawkeye, WandaVision, Loki, Loki uh, Captain Falcon, Cap- Captain Falcon, I think it was called Captain <laughs> Falcon, and um, What If... Yeah, and I will be furiously watching a lot of those things. (laughs) Good luck. It's never been a requirement before, and it isn't now. I know, but I'm going to try to get through the stuff that I'm interested in. All right. Uh, Our guest bud, by the way, started texting me, has Will watched this yet? Has Will watched this yet? Mm. Uh, Because I think she wants to make sure that she's well-read as well. I appreciate that. (laughs) Well, um, happy uh, Cyber Monday. Happy Happy Cyber Monday. Happy Giving Tuesday. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, happy, uh, uh, happy li- capitalism times, happy little Christmas. <laughs> um, and we'll, we'll see you before the big one. Yes. I'll see you then. Bye. Will. love you. Love you too. Bye. Will is on Twitter and letterboxed at youngest of one. And his website is williamhoffacker.com. You can find Liz at exclamate on Instagram at exclamate underscore on Twitter or on her website elizabethdeannamorrislakes.com Our website is smugbuds.com and the podcast is at smugbuds on Twitter and Instagram.